Podcast, episode 127 from the Las Vegas Review Journal, brought to you by Blue Wire. I am your host, Ryan Smith, and with me, as always, my trusty co-host, Lucas Egan. Lucas, how was your weekend, my friend? How you been, brother? Uh, my weekend was good. It was nice and relaxing. Had a good Father's Day with my dad. Took him out to breakfast. Nice. All that good stuff. It was, uh, for anybody who has been keeping track of some of the personal stuff going on, a hospital-free weekend, finally. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, spent some time uh, playing TMNT, Shredder's Revenge, uh, with my girlfriend. So it was a nice kind of relaxing way to spend a couple days, too. Which, by the way, is a really fun game, uh, especially if you're a fan of some of the older games in that franchise. Uh, super fun, super nostalgic. They took a lot of care in that. And pretty short. Like, we're not quite done, but I, I think we only have, like, a couple missions left. Uh, so I highly recommend it if you're a fan of that franchise. How was yours, Ryan? How was your Father's Day? It was good. I've been I've been watching people play that game, and it does it totally brings back all the old TMNT games from when we grew up, that arcade style. Like, I was super jealous. I'm probably going to end up picking up that game. I think it supports, like, up to six people uh, as well, multiplayer. So... It looks like a lot of fun, and I think it, it definitely hits the mark. My weekend was good, though. Uh, played some uh, uh, Destiny 2. We I got back into Grounded as well. I was playing with uh, uh, Lex and, and Dust the other night because they, they announced um, that they are going to be releasing in full, I believe, this September. So I haven't played. That game's been in early access for a little bit now, and I haven't played it in a grip. So being able to go back, dude, there's like a a ton, a ton of changes. Uh, it looks good. It feels good. I'm excited for that to actually come out and to do more of the story missions and all that stuff. So other than that, I spent yesterday with the girls uh, breakfast in bed. We went out to a park and, and did a picnic as well, threw around the ball. Like it was like unusually nice this past weekend outside and we were like we have got to take advantage of this weather and boy oh boy did we take advantage of that weather <laughs> enough about our weekends though please let me and, and you guys should be familiar with these two again we've got hieroglyphics and of course gonda chris from vegas inferno they are back to talk about what is going on. How are you guys doing? How was your weekend, my friends? I was good. I, I was good. I mean, all I did was uh, play TMNT, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I beat the first 10 levels and realized there's only 16 of them. So I had to step up, uh, take a step back. But mine was good. Good, good. What about you, Gonda Chris? How have you been, my friend? I've been good. I've just been here you know, chilling, enjoying the weekend. I am on this Pokemon TCG binge. been unboxing nice. cards this yeah. whole entire time. Um, and playing Pokemon Unite as well. So I'm on this Pokemon uh, road journey right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I love it. I've been watching the videos and stuff like that, too. I know uh, people that that is uh, it is crazy popular, too. I learned a lot of people like that was beyond my time doing the uh, uh, like Pokemon cards. And I, I never really personally got into Pokemon, but like. I know there's a ton of people and that for a lot of people was them growing up and, and that was very much a part of their culture and, and that stuff. So it's so fun to, to see that it's still popular and still growing. They're still creating new games and stuff like that within uh, that whole universe. So it, it's exciting times for Pokemon fans for sure. Um, before we get into it though, and everything that you got to do, I'm really excited, um, to talk about, uh, the work you got to do with the starlight foundation and just other things that you got to do in as a community and with 
the community uh, here with Vegas Inferno. Let's get into some news real quick. And I know this one, this one hits deep with Lucas. Lay it on us, brother. <laughs> okay. First of all, it's never too late to jump into Pokemon. It's never too late to become obsessed. You can you can make up time if not if nothing else there. <laughs> no, as as we've gotten some more news about the Last of Us remake, uh, which that game is is near and dear to my heart, probably one of my favorite games of all time. Ryan, we got some bad news with that, and that it's going to be mm-hmm. a full seventy dollar game. And I understand. I understand that they're they're updating graphics, they're adding some more uh, accessibility features, which is all fantastic. But my goodness, for a game that we have gotten a a new version of this game on the last three PlayStation systems, seventy dollars mm-hmm. just seems excessive. This seems like it should be a forty or fifty dollar game, especially since the remaster version is on the uh, PS Plus list. So right. I, I don't I don't understand the price on this one. I really don't. Uh, I I love the game. I I you know what I I, I probably I don't even know if I'm gonna buy it. Whenever I do get a PS Five, that even ever happens at this point. But mm-hmm. um, seventy dollars just seems too expensive for a game that's readily available. That's not even that old. We're we're talking about a game that's less than ten years old still. And I mm, I don't know too much too much in my book. Yeah, that I mean that's full full price. And I get that there there's a upgrade to the graphics and and things will play differently and you know that stuff's and and there's definitely the uh, accessibility which I know there's a lot of people that are excited in terms of of that that will then have the ability to be able to play that game that haven't had the ability to play that game as of yet, but $70 full price, man. That is that is super steep. It feels weird because it is on PlayStation Plus right now. You can go play it right now. So why why <laughs> The big question is why? It seems like uh and again, I don't know from a back end standpoint. I'm just speculating. So I don't really know what goes into taking that remastered version and then kicking it up a notch to then be this 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 is a remake, remaster? What? Remake. What did they even? This yeah, remake. This one's the remake. The last one was the remaster. Okay, so like, yeah, that seems. Uh, I, I don't know. That it just seem. It, it doesn't seem right. It doesn't. It, it feels weird in the fact that they're gonna. I mean, seventy dollars though, man. Seventy dollars. That's yo, Chris. Is this something? I, I don't know if you ever played the first one or not. Is this something that interests you if you if you have or haven't? I have, and I don't know about the price mark either. I guess it really depends on how much of an impact this game has had on their lives individually, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I don't personally see myself spending that much money for a game that <laughs> I've played. <laughs> but, you know, to each their own. Like I said, if, it was, if this was a game that really inspired them and changed their life by all means you know they're going to continue to play it and enjoy it time and time again so it really depends it comes down to the person but for me maybe not <laughs> <laughs> what about you Iro? is this is this have you played this no so actually i've never Ooh. played this game so for me i would buy it for 70 dollars because it's mm-hmm. you know it's remade or whatever but i mean for me for the first time user never playing it i'd rather spend the 70 for better graphics than Spend what is sixty or fifty for the older graphics? I mean, I will buy it. I mean, technically, you don't even have to pay that because it's on uh, PlayStation Plus. 
So, you know, if you already have PlayStation Plus, technically you could already play it. But I, I see your point there, especially for somebody that hasn't had a chance to play this game. This is kind of like, this is, it, it, you know what it reminds me of is, is like, um, uh, what is it? Uh, Dead Space. I'm in this weird conundrum where it's like, I have Dead Space, but I know there's a remake of Dead Space coming out. So it's like, I don't want to play it now. I, I'm just going to wait for the remake to play it. Or the, or or the remaster or whatever it is uh, to play it. So it's like I, t- <laughs> excuse me, I totally get that. Uh, but man, seventy dollars. Uh, <laughs> the only, I mean, that's the only way that I could see somebody actually purchasing the game is if they've never played it before. They've got a PS Five and they're like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and 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 uh, do it. I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna pull the trigger and 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 drop seventy dollars and and get this game at max everything. This was though. I mean, this game is absolutely incredible. I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely love the game. I think anybody that has the ability should play that game. It is, it is phenomenal. Um, but yeah, seventy dollars that that is that is steep. But again, I don't know what it go what goes into it on the back end, and maybe somewhere in there, you know, they have to be able to for the work. That, the weird thing though is that like nobody asked for it. <laughs> it's like you didn't have to go and and do that stuff. They chose to go and do that stuff. So it, it just seems like a weird kind of move. But we also know, too, that the film's going to be coming out or the uh, um, I think it's an HBO series is going to be coming out um, here within the next couple of years or so. So I'm guessing that this will probably kind of coincide with the drop of the TV show that will probably bolster some of those sales up a little bit. But. Yeah, I, I, for me, I'm just like, I know there's people that got excited about it. It, it, it kind of was a lackluster reveal for me, to be honest, because it's just like, you know, oh, I thought we we're going to get something, you know, new or something that we've never heard of. And they're like, here's this game that you've already had three times before. We going to do it one more again. <laughs> it's it's essentially Sony Skyrim at this point. Like, I feel like every every new Sony system, we're just going to get a new version of The Last of Us. And mm-hmm. people will keep buying it probably uh, for better or for yeah. worse. Uh yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to go back and see how the game looks uh, from the remaster version because I, I don't even know that I would recommend somebody who hasn't played it yet to go out and spend the 70 because in my mind, the game has held up pretty well uh, mm-hmm. just with, with the last two versions of it. But that might be me being uh, uh, mistaken on that part. But I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to justify it when a perfectly great version of that game is there for free if you're a PS Plus member already. Yeah, the only. I mean, again, for me, the only thing that really is a would would be a big change is the accessibility options within it. I know. Remember when we spoke with Brandon? He mm-hmm. played the second one, but he was unable to be able to play the first one. So this will give him the opportunity to be able to go back and play it. But even then, though, that's a steep price tag for somebody that like. Well, I mean, you guys didn't have this stuff built in before. <laughs> now you want me to, you know, it, that's that's it's a rough situation. I I, I totally get that, but woo, seventy dollars, man. I I personally cannot justify dropping that uh, for this game, but that's just me. <laughs> Speaking of Sony, I did. I ended up uh, boosting my PlayStation Plus. Uh, tier. We know that it went into tier list uh, on June 13th, 
and I didn't really know what to expect. This was more of an experiment just to see what it was all about, what they had to offer. I was like, well, it ain't going to be like a game pass killer or anything like that. But one thing that we did know was that they were going to be heavy with the first party games. Uh, and, and there are, there are a ton of games to be able to go into. You have access now. And this, again, this is just now getting fleshed out. We've talked about this a few times, but Sony really needed to be able to make that, that switch over their PS now and PS plus, uh, the systems were, uh, they were kind of convoluted. It, it, PS Now was never something that I even took a look at. But we knew that Sony had to get into this cloud gaming space. And I feel like this is kind of their entry. They're redefining and and laying out that infrastructure to then be able to move forward and have better offerings and do more with cloud gaming. Um, so I am happy about that. Right now, I think if you're with the Essential, you're not going to miss much bumping up to the extra or the premium. Uh, I believe with the extra, you just get some more games, uh, some added games. There's some other things that like I'm like, I don't even care about. And then with the, the premium, you then also get uh, the cloud streaming, which essentially my. So I, I misunderstood what that meant, too. I was thinking that I would be able to stream to my PC, what that is, is basically the PS Now service. And I've been using it a little bit as well. I actually started playing uh, This is the Police um, and uh, via cloud. And that is, that is running pretty smoothly. But, like, they've got a ton of the the uh, Dynasty, or Dynasty Warrior games on there. I love those games. There's a bunch of them that I miss. So I got super geeked about that. So there's definitely some offerings on there that I'm like, all right, this is awesome. Like, I, I'm so glad it's on here. I, I will absolutely play this or go through just just a game that I don't have to put like any kind of serious thought or or maybe a game that I remember from when I was younger being like oh I'd love to go see and 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 check and see how it holds up um is it necessary to go up to the to the highest tier like I said I think you're fine at essential but I do feel that it's worth taking a look at the collection seeing what they have to offer cuz there might be stuff in there that you didn't realize that you might be interested in um, and then, of course, I think more so than anything, this is more about the the future of Sony and their cloud gaming and their service. And I feel like this is just the beginning. So I'm really excited to see what kind of drop system they have for the library, what their plans are in expanding the library, and if they ever do dabble in in maybe day ones. I don't think they will. I don't think they necessarily need to. Uh, that's what Sony, Sony is great because they have these first party games. They have these games that make you want to get the console. Um, I feel like they've definitely opened up though, at least on the PC side of things, we're seeing more and more PlayStation exclusive games now being ported over to PC, which is huge because it's like, why not tap into that market? It's there, um, you know, and, and the fact that there's still that exclusivity where PlayStation owners, you, you, you're you going to have that game or be able to play it at least probably like a year to six months before PC would even get it. I know that sucks for PC players, but, uh, you know, they, they, they want to keep intact that here's the reason why you need to go buy our console because you can't play this game unless you have it. Um, so, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. This is, it, it was a lot more... Uh, than I expected from it. So I, I'm excited to see 
how they grow it and build it out. Well, that's a good sign that it was more than you expected, uh, especially especially starting out. Uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, people's value on on the other two tiers will just be on being realistic and how how do you much do you think you're going to go back and play some of the games in these catalogs? Uh, I, I think that I have a tendency to think that I will and then realize I don't have the time or there's there's other games that are coming out that kind of uh, direct my attention toward there so I don't necessarily play the catalog of games that are available to me on uh, as much as, as I would like. Uh, so I, I think that's that's the key, right? If, if you're one of those people that there's a lot of those games you didn't get a chance to play and you have the time to dedicate to it, it it's super well worth it uh, just for that. If, if you're kind of in my boat and you're not going to play a lot of those games uh, just for a variety of reasons, probably just stick with Essential, at least for now. Like, I don't think there's a rush. This is only going to get better. So I, I think uh, there's nothing wrong with kind of holding off and seeing how it fleshes out here over the next six months to a year if you want to wait to jump into yeah hyro what, what are your thoughts on this is this something that that you would mess with would you stay with the essential or would you bump it up um honestly i will say with essential i used to so i used to be a ps uh ps person I actually i actually worked for playstation back in back in the day and i would i would just keep it there just because i really don't care about going back and playing older games or even you know streaming services i just i just cared about the console so i mean i would say just essential honestly mm-hmm what about you, Chris? I would definitely say I'm the same. As much as I love, you know, the older games and stuff, the, mm. the newer ones always intrigue me. And, and, you know, there's a lot of upcoming new games. And honestly, me personally, I do not have the time <laughs> to mm-hmm. play the older games as much as I would love to. Um, but especially when a new game comes out, I'm already so dedicated to that game. So, um, yeah, I'd probably stay with Essential, if I'm being honest. <laughs> Yeah, we have this weird problem now where there's too many games. We got remember yeah. back in the day where it's like you might be lucky if you got one or two games a year, birthday, Christmas. Uh <laughs> that was it. And 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 you know, and, and that was cool. Nowadays there's so many different options and flavors and independent studios and this and that. Like there is not a lack of games. So I'm totally in the same boat where it's like my first thoughts aren't like Oh, I get to play this game from like 20 years ago. I'm like, look, dude, how about I play this game from 2022? That's that's about to drop here in a hot second, because that's where my mind's gonna be. Not not to mention, you've got your your daily grind games like a Destiny, like an Apex, like something that you're you're putting time in regularly. That's gonna even that's gonna shorten your time even more. And then we're adults. We got adult things to do. If, if I could just sit here and play video, I mean, number one, I can just sit here and play video games. <laughs> However, I can't because I am an adult. So we got to do adult things. So you have to be very, you have to be, uh, at least at least for myself, I have to be very matter-of-factly when it comes to playing games. Here's a window that I'll have enough time. Or, like, some games I won't even pick up for a while because it's like, I can't sit there and play an hour of it and then turn it off. I've got to at least put a good four or five-hour session in, feel like I progress in the story in order to do it. But I have to be able to plan accordingly and, and have that time. So, yeah... Th- for me, this is there, there's not enough there to be like, yes, you absolutely need to go, you know, max max tier, get all the games. I did it just to see. Uh, I'm probably gonna bump it back down to uh, to uh, 
extra. Um, so I will, I, I will still kick it up to the, and keep it at the extra, but there's just not enough there right now for me to be able to justify that price tag from, you're talking about from $60 with essential to $120. And and we're, this is a yearly, uh, uh, fee. So, um, but I, I will say it, it is still a good start and it, I, I feel like it's still a strong showing as to, and I think that there will be people that this absolutely applies to and that will say, oh, I love the fact that there's all these retro games or, oh my gosh, there's this PS2 game that I can play or this PS3 game that I can play that I haven't been able to play since that console. My console died back in, you know, whenever. So, you know, it, it'll be interesting for me. The biggest thing is. They've got it laid out. What are they going to do with it now? What does the future of this service, of their system, of their drops, what are their plans uh, moving forward? This is where things will start getting exciting on their end. And uh, I think we'll start seeing, hopefully, more of an incentive to want to garner people to boost from an essential to to the uh, uh, max tier, whatever uh, I can't remember the name of it is, but uh, yeah, PlayStation doing things. I'm I'm. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> anyway, let's take a quick commercial break. We don't want to take up too much time because we got a lot of spicy stuff to talk about here with Vegas Inferno. We will be right back, y'all. If you love listening to us here on Land Parties, what's stopping you from grabbing a mic and starting your own show? And there's no better place to host than Blue Wire Hustle. Hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level. Or if you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is the perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. On, and on top of that, we'll help you get your show pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can get all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any other hosting site would charge you just for the initial setup. So if you're ready to do more than just listening to us talk about your favorite team or game, then make your voice heard and hustle. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. Check out the description box in this episode to find out more. But that's bwhustle.com slash join. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for listening to those short messages. And now comes the fun part of the show, which I feel like, Ryan, you should be included in this part now, <laughs> since all three of you, of course, are involved uh, with Las Vegas Inferno. And I know you guys are in the middle of that big fundraiser with Starlight. Let me start there. How is that going for you guys? It's going fun. I love it. You know, are the teams trying their best? We're all streaming and trying to raise funds. Um, for it. So it's been fun. I've actually been streaming as well to try to raise money. I've been giving away Pokemon cards. So whenever nice. someone donates, I'm like, well, you get this whole 
pack of cards. Um, and we've actually had a lot of Nevadans come in on the stream and actually donate, which was pretty cool. Not only that, uh, one of the people who donated, like I said, was from Las Vegas. And he actually not only donated uh, money, but he actually donated uh, this box as well. So I'll be opening this in another stream. Oh, nice. Um, giving away those cards when people donate. So um, I hope the other streamers, um, I don't doubt, are having as much fun as I am with this charity event, um, especially since it is a local event. I feel like people are more inclined to want to support the community here in Las Vegas. Again, all the proceeds go to Summerlin Hospital with Chil Starlight Children's Foundation. So we can get them a gaming station. That is our number one goal. <laughs> that is awesome. I Yeah, it, it is. It is been a lot of fun uh just streaming that's something that i'm very passionate about as well too and that's something that you know working with uh vegas inferno and and hyro i know this is something that's very important to you and something that you've always kind of uh stressed but what is it what is it like i guess from your end especially just working with the community putting on these fundraisers uh we've done blood drives uh things of that nature like what does that mean to you especially as an organization it means a lot man honestly our very first missions or one of our missions here in vegas with lvi was to give back to the community um you know we stressed it since day one how do we get enough a uh, big enough to make an effect here in Las Vegas on the esports side. And this is just one of many things that we can do for the Valley, whether it be doing Starlight Charity or the Red Cross with the Blood Drive, or just showing up to local events with businesses that maybe are hurting from COVID. Um, it's, it's really important for us. And I know it means a lot, especially people here in Las Vegas that we're doing a lot for Las Vegas. And, you know, um, to keep on continuing to have the success with that we have and, pushing to help the Valley grow, not just in, in general, but in esports is amazing. Perfect. You know, that partnership in the community obviously has been paying off in, in some big ways there. What, when you're establishing these connections here and, and you're trying to figure out what, what are the best ways to use your guys' resources there, what are you looking for? Like, what are those projects that stand out to you that really push you guys toward uh, being inspired to, to work with people and help, help certain causes? I well, mean, go ahead, Chris. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, the uh, the coolest one has been actually introducing a lot of organizations to the world of esports because a lot of them are doing the traditional route of trying to raise funds, but they don't realize that this next generation is all online. It's through gaming. You can raise so much money just online, and there's so many people watching all at once. So it's been really fun to introduce organizations that have never stepped into the realm of esports and to see how excited they are to finally go through that door and start their journey um, partnering up with us, you know, which is really cool. It's fun. And we get to hold their hand throughout the whole process, which is really, really cool. <laughs> yeah. And just just to clarify, too, with the Starlight uh, Foundation, that is for the Summerlin Hospital uh, out here in Las Vegas. And that is to bring a game center correct uh tell us a little bit about that and and why something of something like a gaming center in a hospital why is that something that's important oh i can't you know uh just you by saying that it brings me back to my last stream when i was streaming for starlight i did not know but a community member that i've known for years his name's adam so shout out to adam um but when he found out i was streaming for starlight he actually donated and then also shared his story of how uh 
originally started like started with the Wii stations and then they move on to the Switch. But when he was in the hospital, he actually played the Wii station and he actually developed a disorder. So he's been in and out of the hospital. And he was telling me how uh, that basically saved his life. It made him not worry about the hospital. It made him um, want to recover. It took his mind off of the pain. Um, it was incredible to hear his story. And not only did he inspire me, but he inspired everyone in the chat to want to donate. Um, so it does so much for the kids. Um, there's too, there's so many stories where, and, and essentially kids shouldn't be in the hospital, but the fact that they are is so sad. But if we can at least alleviate that pain for them, if not for their recovery, then that would be absolutely incredible. Um, so the gaming stations do so much. I love that. I absolutely love that. And and yeah, you're right. It wouldn't, wouldn't, and I don't know if anybody has had any kind of uh, extended stay at a hospital, but I mean, it's it's pretty. There's not a lot to do, and obviously, you're going through a lot at the time too. So that's something, especially video games, is such a good outlet to be able to just disconnect, to be able to think about something other than the problems that are going on. So, and and that doesn't just you know, it doesn't just affect just the patient either you got to remember that there's a family behind each patient so they're taking their time they're there as well they're going through uh, you know something uh too so to be able to bring these these uh to this place is brings much relief both on the on the patient side along with the family side so it's something that that's so nice to be able to uh, just support and and be a part of. Obviously, and, and I'd be remiss if I didn't say I'm a content creator for Vegas Inferno as well. So I am also doing this. It's been, you know, it's always nice when you're doing these streams and then these community members uh, that you know and people that are a part of your community come through and help out on something and, and you have and you get to connect even more with them because it's something that you're both passionate about and it's something, again, there's so much generosity on the internet in the streaming space uh, everywhere. It, it's an amazing thing to be able to be a part of and have the opportunity to help raise these funds uh, for these for these families families and these patients. So, um, Gilly, let me ask you, is there, I, I know that this, this, uh, is going throughout. It started, uh, June 1st and is running till the 24th, uh, is the last. So that's this week. This is the last week. Uh, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong to be able to, to wait. It's the 30th. The thirtieth, the thirtieth. My apologies. The thirtieth is the last. So we got we got a whole another ten days of raising funds uh, for this as well, which is going to be uh, awesome. Is there anything that you have planned uh, in terms of maybe like uh, uh, something towards the end or like a big push uh, or anything uh, for the end of this uh, uh, campaign? Yeah, so we're trying to work with our brand ambassadors, such as DJ Joe Green from the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, Eric Gonzalez from the UFC on doing something special besides just streaming. Um, you know, I know Joe and I talked about doing a performance as far as maybe on Twitch or on TikTok or whatever case may be, where it's a live performance of him DJing to raise funds. Um, I know if we raise enough money, which is, the I think, $5,000 to build that gaming cart, we can uh, do a ribbon cutting here in Las Vegas and do a, a big celebration. But 
it, it does take the whole community to, you know, achieve that goal. And I think we will get there. Um, but I mean, as far as those big plans, we will have to wait and see. You know, if I can pull back a little bit, one of the things that I've found fascinating is is through the pandemic, you know, obviously a lot of organizations uh, were, were struggled. Uh, and unfortunately, we saw a lot of organizations um, not make it or have to really drastically change what they were doing. You know, when we talked like right before the pandemic started, it, it, you guys were poised for a big breakout year. Obviously, <clears throat> the breakout still happened just in different ways. But what has been the key uh, to thriving and and figuring out ways to um, not only survive, but find ways to grow in, in some pretty difficult circumstances uh, that that obviously none of us really saw coming? Man, um, I think... <laughs> I love talking about this. I mean, I think it's everyone in the team. Honestly, we have a great core, um, great people to be surrounded by. You know, I'm thankful that I have a great core behind us. And I mean that from the staff to the streamers to the content creators is that we all have the same vision and all the same mind to keep on continuing on uh, LVI to grow. Um, for me, it's just the fact that everyone's ready to push to the next level and, you know, uh, we with the understanding of whatever happened with COVID and everything, we just kept pushing every single day, whether it be streaming, content creation, events, merchandise. We just kept on pushing, and then having the Las Vegas Valley behind us even helped us, you know, be go beyond that. Um, so for us, it's just motivation and the passions there just to become the next big thing, honestly. And this is a community that we have seen unite behind causes, uh, that they're passionate about. So what, when you're introduced, especially when you're introducing esports uh, to people that aren't as familiar with it, do you sense that excitement building pretty quickly? Do you sense that, that, um, support starting to, to kind of, uh, collect behind you guys and, and, and without all the great stuff you're doing? Yeah, honestly. So there's two different things we've noticed that. When you speak to someone who doesn't really understand esports and then they start talking to them about what we do, who we are, they start getting excited because of the charity initiatives or what we're doing for the Valley or just in gaming in general. And then we've actually been approached multiple times recently. We've been going to the park doing Pokemon Go of saying, mm -hmm. hey, I don't know who you guys are, but I know that logo. I've seen it around town. And for us, it's like, that's actually amazing to hear that you're recognizing the logo and you're starting to see who we are. You know, it's, it's a great thing. Yeah. Chris, let me ask you, too. Um, I know, and, and this will actually, let me ask both of you guys this. I know that recently we found out that uh, Paris, uh, the, the Paris teams for uh, Call of Duty and Overwatch is going to be moving out here to Vegas. Uh, I believe it's next year that they will be out here. I, I, I'm wondering, do you guys have any plans or do you guys have anything that you're working on right now? Because I know there's a few other uh, teams that are out here as well, but what kind of what kind of things are you guys doing or are you guys looking at working with some of the other some of these other teams uh, that are out here and really building that esports scene out here in Las Vegas? I mean, this city is absolutely prime for it. Um so there's some things we can't talk about, um, <laughs> but, um, but we are, I can give you, the only thing I can give you is that we are currently work, trying to work with something like this mm -hmm. um, to build the esports hub in Las Vegas. Um, mm -hmm. We look at it as that more teams here in Vegas, it'll be a great opportunity. We're not in the CDL, we're not in the Overwatch League, um, but we are in other esports titles. So teaming up with the, uh, especially a, another Vegas team to kind of build a big unit in Las Vegas would be amazing. Um, 
that's all I can say. <laughs> that's all I can say. <laughs> the more the merrier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's what I was saying too. It's like, yeah, bring bring them on, um, and and because it's just as important. Um, and you're seeing here in Las Vegas, like if you if you didn't know already, we are a sports town, y'all. So uh, there's so many organizations and so many opportunities out here, and I feel especially within the gaming space, within esports, that that opportunity is is ripe. And there's a lot that could be done there and a lot of different people and different collaborations, not only for that scene, but I feel as a community as a whole. And like Lucas was saying, we see this community when 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 the time comes down to it, we get together, we we have each other's backs and and we there, you know, you really get that sense of the city and the communities that that are a part of this city. So. It's awesome to see this and and to be able to see this thing uh, continue to grow. As far as as uh, and I, and this is for Chris in terms of things that you can speak about. What can we expect here within the next half of the twenty twenty two year and then maybe into twenty twenty three? Well. There's a lot of things we can't talk about, but you know, we always <laughs> constantly host um, events. Uh, we are kind of working at trying to get like a barbecue day to get the community together. We always do Pokemon nights at the HyperX. We're always doing events at the HyperX. Um, so there's a lot of things I can't sh- share, but I would tell you know everyone out there who's interested is to follow us on our social media. That's really the best way that you can keep up with us. And we will always tell you guys where we're gonna be at, what events we're gonna be coming to, um, you know, and and things that we're doing and hosting and throughout the whole entire valley. So yeah, follow our social media if you want to keep up with us because we do so much. <laughs> that is true. No, I, I, I absolutely love it. Again, uh, tell us, Ira, where can people go to donate, help, and and push and get this gaming center here in Sumlin Hospital? You can go to lvinferno.com, uh, go under the events category, and Starlights will be front and center. You can click on that. You can go to the donate button. And if you want to support a great cause, click the donation button on the Tiltify account. <laughs> And we'll make sure we'll get we'll get that going. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Again, Hiro, Ghana Chris, thank you guys so much again for coming on. Excellent, excellent. Thank you guys again uh so much for coming on the show, sharing that stuff. If you guys have anything that you're able to, uh again, please help. It's a great cause. It's here, it's local, uh, with the local team. Thank you guys again for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Thanks for thank you for having us. us. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. <laughs> Lucas, what's, what's the plan for this weekend, my friend? Uh, probably finish up TMNT. Now that I know there's only 16 missions, I only think I have, <laughs> I only I think we only have like three left. I think we're on like 13. Uh, <laughs> so it's, you know what? That's a game I wish was longer now that I'm thinking about it. It, it is yeah. seriously, seriously so much fun. Uh, but maybe that means we'll get a new Streets of Rage game in the near future since they're done mm. with this one. Uh, mm. I, I, must, I must admit that when I was finishing up some father's day shopping uh i found something that nobody should be surprised who knows me who knows me that i couldn't pass up uh if you're listening i'm sorry i guess i'll just describe this but on video ryan you definitely will not be surprised that i found this a uh signed photo uh uh, the matrix and keanu with all that jazz saw it and i was like oh god (laughs) i'm almost afraid to ask how much it is (laughs) 
<laughs> I just had Wait, to buy it. Signed? It is signed. It is signed. Nice. Yeah, nice. it is. It is. Uh, so it's in my little Matrix memorabilia collection that uh, my girlfriend has been so kind to feeding me uh, through the <laughs> through the years here. <laughs> but no, just relaxing again. Some some more gaming. How about you? Yeah, same. I'm not not. I don't think I have anything planned. Uh, like to to relax a little bit. Same Destiny grind. Um, I can't think of anything though. Hard. I, I've been having. I'm in that weird phase right now where like I'll sit down to play something. And I'm like, I don't even know what to play. Like I, I'm just like, what do I do? I want to start something. Do I want to go back to something I've been playing? I I did end up playing and moving forward uh, some more in uh, Forbidden West. So I just kind of took a break from sitting in front of the computer and just chilled in a room and and played that a little bit. But for the most part, man, I mean, we've been catching up on on Stranger Things. We're caught up on that. Nice. The boys, um, Obi-Wan. Uh, so, I, I mean, there's a lot of sh- obviously we've been grinding through my hero as well. So a lot of focus has been just chilling out and kind of being able to shut the mind off and, and, and be a person again. So it's been nice not being sick. So that, that was fantastic. I, I enjoyed that very much. But no, it, it should be chill. We hope you guys have a chill rest of your week. Don't forget, there's also the Nintendo Direct. That's uh, Xeno, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 uh, this Thursday. There's some other uh, conferences as well. I've kind of fallen off a little bit on some of that stuff. But make sure you check that out. Don't forget, we are on Twitter at Land Parties Pod, at Lucas Egan, or at Smitty2447. Again, thank you guys so much for listening we hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week and you know what it is we love your faces